Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers and they've hit a little bump in the road and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malalu. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of office printers and copiers. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 6.30 Shed. Welcome, everybody. Bob Stauffer joining you in studio. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex is a local community, a local company that supports local business, charities, and communities. Digitex is 630 Chad's copier team. Welcome to our show, jam-packed edition. Uh, Dave Campbell in for Brendan Ulrich, who's gone for the next couple of weeks. Uh, we'll have lots of conversations over the next uh, two weeks uh, with Dave. Dave, welcome uh, back to our show here for the next couple of weeks, and thanks for helping out. It's going to be a lot of fun, Bob. Nice to be here, yep. and uh, yeah, let's let's just let's just have a good time, okay? Let's, uh, well, it's going to be good. I got a dream. I'm going to tell you right now. You open up with that song. My dream is a year from now at this time, the Edmonton Oilers are playing in the second round of the NHL playoffs. How's Amen. that for All right. Uh, here's what we got shaken. Opening half hour of the show, uh, we are going to uh, hit on the fact that the Edmonton Oilers have agreed to terms with free agent goaltender uh, Miko Koskinen. Now, uh, on April the 
21st, Elliot Friedman uh, tweeted out that the Edmonton Oilers were amongst the teams that were in on Koskinen. Uh, and I tweeted that at that time, my understanding is KHL UFA players' contracts expire April 30th. Today is May 1st. Uh, if you recall the end of the year availabilities, and I know we actually dealt with this a week ago Monday, end of the year availabilities for Oilers head coach Todd McClellan and uh, Peter Shirelli, I asked point blank about goaltending uh, because I felt that the Oilers had to ease the workload for Cam Talbot. Peter Shirelli's direct quote was that goaltending was close or near to the top of things to look at uh, when uh, being asked uh, about the Oilers net mind situation. So Edmonton has agreed to terms with Miko Koskinen. Here is the caveat. My understanding is technically he cannot, there's a difference between agreeing to terms and signed. They cannot sign him until July 1st. Now I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. And as of right now, there's no number that has gone out there yeah, other than the fact that it is a one-year contract. Uh, last week, uh, there was an individual that had tweeted that Kostin had agreed to a two-year deal at $2.5 million, and I'd repeatedly stated over the course of last week that that uh, tweet was uh, technically not all correct. We know now that it is a one-year contract for Koskinen, who spent the last several seasons in the KHL. He's a finished product. Um, was fourth in St. Petersburg, and that is a a prolific and powerful uh, Russian team. Some of the uh, the way the Russian hockey system works, five or six of the richest billionaires that are Russian are basically strongly encouraged to own teams in that league, and so there's wide disparity between the upper echelon teams like SKA St. Petersburg, which has a direct connection, by the way, to Vladimir Putin, and. Uh, and some of the other teams, but this was his uh, fifth season for Koskinen. He's 29 years old in the KHL, his fourth with St. Uh, Petersburg. He had a 1.99 goals against average, a 9.26 save percentage. He also um, played uh, 10 playoff games and uh, was pretty good during the course of that as well. Uh, interesting guy. Uh, 1.62 uh, goals against average, 9.35 save percentage. Actually, that was in 15 playoff games. He was Finland's goaltender at the 20, uh, six, uh, 2018 uh, Olympics as well. And we mention this because, again, going outside of the realm of the traditional NHL free agent, and there's going to be changes coming moving forward. In the Russian sports system, they've hosted the Olympics and the World Cup this summer. It's my belief that there's some players looking to get out. There are a lot of expiring contracts this year in the KHL with concerns moving forward on money. So anyways, um, maybe the worst kept secret in town. I think a lot of people had the sense that Koskinen was coming to the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, he is. Um, he's agreed to terms on a one-year contract. Uh but does not technically have the contract signed. I don't think it could be filed again, if my understanding is right, until July uh, 1, which is the opening day of uh, free agency. Here we go. The rest of the show today, we'll have NHL today. We'll get into uh, uh, about last night uh, in the first half hour of the show. We'll hear a couple comments from Connor McDavid, who is in action today in Latvia in exhibition play. Uh, Mark Spector from NHL Hockey and Rogers uh, will join us at 12.35. Stoffer Spector brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Watch and wager on live racing and the Kentucky Derby this Saturday at Northlands Park. So Stoffer Spector coming down the pipe here at uh, what time? At uh, 12.35. From the NHL Network, former general 
general manager uh, and one of the top agents in the business when he was with Octagon, uh, was once a one over, number one overall pick in the NHL draft. We'll talk to Brian Lawton. There's been some movement around the league on the management front, and we'll also talk about the philosophy for a bunch of teams heading into the draft. One thirty-five today. Game three of the Doyle Cup takes place out in Spruce Grove tonight. Okay, Ryan Smith, uh, who is a part owner of the Saints, uh, he will uh, be joining us at one thirty-five on today's edition of Oilers. Now, here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino, George Thurgood and the Destroyers in May 27th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can email us at OilersNow at 630Ched.com. You can text us at 630-630. It's brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. My personal Twitter handle is Bob underscore Stafford. Dave, what's yours? Dave underscore Ched. Here we go. That's Dave Campbell, who, of course, is the radio analyst for the Edmonton uh, Eskimos. All right, so the Oilers uh, agree to terms with uh, Miko Koskinen. Connor McDavid, meanwhile, a goal and an assist today in an exhibition game. And yesterday, he was on Oilers Now after uh, being named captain of Team Canada for the World Hockey Championship. I asked McDavid about why he's playing at the World Hockey Championship. For me, it does two things. Uh, like you said, it allows me to continue, and, and that's something that I want to do. About. Uh, I definitely feel like there's uh, this hockey left for me, and, and uh, I don't want to just be sitting at home. And, um, the other thing I think it does is it just gives you a chance to, to play for something special and to connect with a group that you know, just comes together for a short time, and, and everyone gets to know each other. You know, it's always a, a fun tournament, but at the end of the day, we come together to try and win, win something special. And, and, uh, I did it in 2016. We were able to win, and I remember, uh, you know, I have great memories from that tournament. I'm looking to do the same here. You want to win, no matter what you're doing, and we weren't able to do that this year. So I want to have a chance to go win and and, uh, and do something special here. Um, I think the other, the other thing that this tournament allows for is your body just to, to get used to playing, uh, you know, deeper in the year. And obviously, as the World Championships, it's quite compared to the Stanley Cup playoffs and, and the type of grind that uh, that your body goes through, but. You know, you're still playing hockey and, and uh, you're still keeping the body moving uh, in, the, in, in the late May. And, you know, that's where we're looking to play next year. It's Connor McDavid, captain of Team Canada. Now, today, for most of the game, which, by the way, was available on TSN's website, on tsn.ca, uh, they picked a Latvian uh, broadcast up. The, the production qualities from a, were pretty good. I mean, was, the video quality was good. Uh, I, I've obviously got to improve my Latvian or whatever the language is that uh, they speak. But uh, Speck can help with that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to Speck about that coming up here. Uh, the Oilers uh, had the, you know, the McDavid combination with Ryan Nugent Hopkins late in the season and Team Canada, Bill Peters, our head coach, uh, kept those two together as well. Josh Bailey played most of the game on that line. couple shifts for Jaden Schwartz. They actually combined on a goal for Nugent Hopkins with Schwartz. But here's Connor McDavid on playing with Islanders forward Josh Bailey. It's obviously early and we've only practiced here three times. But, um, but it feels good. Um, obviously, he was able to build a little bit of chemistry with Nugent on the stretch and um, you know, obviously Dales is a guy that uh, that has had a lot of success in the league and has been around a long time and, and uh, you know, had a great year, especially this year. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's fun to be able to play with guys like that. All right, that is uh, Connor McDavid. 
uh, talking about playing with uh, Josh Bailey. We're going to get into about last night right now, Dave. So let's uh, let's go there. Two games last night in the National Hockey League: uh, Tampa Bay and the Boston Bruins. Interesting game for a couple of uh, well, one call that. Uh, maybe shouldn't have been a call and another non-call right after a critical juncture in the game. But uh, the, the Lightning get the, the victory. Four-point performance from Braden Point, the former Moose Jaw Warrior represented by uh, one of the best agents in the business, Jerry Johansson out of Edmonton. And Andre Platt missed uh, several weeks during the regular season, but he scored a huge 3-1 goal in last night's victory for Tampa Bay. Coughed it up, but then a drop feed came back to Point in the offensive zone. Let's go Platt. Score! It's 3-1 Lightning with 5.52 remaining. That's the always understated Dave Mishkin with the Hall of Famer Phil Esposito uh, walking all over his goal call. Uh, the, uh, the other uh, game last night was an absolute beauty. I mean, just some tremendous goal scored. San Jose tied it late. Tomas Hurdle at home for San Jose against the Vegas Golden Knights. Kept in now by Braun. Goes in deep, swings it behind the net to Hurdle. Walks in front as a chance. Backhand shot by Braun save. Hurdle, star! The sweet payback for Tomas Hurdle as he chops in a rebound to tie the game 3 3 with 157 left in the third, and this place explodes. Stan Rosanowski with the call. Vegas, though, got the game winner, and it was a beauty. Wild Bill Carlson. What a year this guy is having, William Carlson. Here's the call on the OT winner. In front of the net, Pavelski can't shoot. And it's cleared back out. Neal has it. Leads on the right. Here's William Carlson skating in. Shoot. Score. William Carlson. Gives the Vegas Golden Knights the 4-3 overtime win and a two games to one lead in the best of seven series. And a disappointing finish for the Sharks. Uh, yeah, disappointing finish. Paul Martin. Man, he looked like Grant Ledyard going against uh, Todd, uh, Todd Marchand back in 97. He I was, was looking the same thing. thing. Like, he yeah. hasn't played all season. Uh, wow, that was a, a tough mismatch. And put Brent Burns in a really tough spot, too, because oh, yeah, he's got to defend all this ice, and you just can't. Yeah, no, Martin was caught flat-footed. Carlson was fine. Good play by James Neal, who just hit the crossbar earlier in the game. For the uh, last uh, couple of years... The uh, Oilers employee, uh, Brian Ross, has uh, been dealing with cancer. Uh, He worked his way up in the uh, uh, Oilers uh, organization. Uh, Brian uh, was initially hired by Glenn Sather and then spent several years as the video coordinator uh, and then video coach for the Edmonton Oilers, working primarily uh, with Craig McTavish, and he was very loyal to uh, Craig McTavish as uh, as a guy who hosted a show at another station. Uh, once in a while, I'd find out from Brian just exactly how he felt, but I admired that about him because he went right at the source and uh, let you know how he uh, felt. Uh, we ended up working together in 2008-2009. This is how close Brian Ross was uh, to the, the coaching staff, which featured you know Craig McTavish as head coach and Bill Moores and Charlie Huddy. 
at that time and Kelly Buckberger. Uh, Steve Tambellini elected to make a move at that time with Brian as well because he was seen as being that tight with that group. Um, he, Brian Ross ended up resurfacing with the Oilers on the development side. He, he loved the Oilers. He loved the city of Edmonton. Uh, we're going to miss him. He died yesterday at the age of 53, uh, passing away due to cancer. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show room on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with a goal and an assist today uh, in an exhibition game against Latvia at the World uh, Hockey Championships as I get ready for that. All right, uh, some numbers have come out courtesy of Pierre Lebrun from The Athletic uh, on Miko Koskinen. $2 million salary plus a $500,000 signing bonus and LeBron adds deal cannot be signed and registered until July 1st, which is what we discussed earlier. So it's a 2.5 cap hit. Again, uh, the rumor that was out there about 10 days ago, two years at 2.5. It's one year at 2.5. That'll be the hit. Uh, the cap hit uh, for Miko Koskinen. Uh, Cam Talbot going into the last year of his deal at $4.2 uh, $4. million as well. We'll see where the Oilers go with this. My expectation is that Koskinen is probably looking at 20 to 30 starts to ease the workload. Don't know if it's feasible for teams like Edmonton, Dallas, San Jose, Vancouver, Calgary that fly as much as the Oilers do to have a goaltender that starts 65 games a year. Just, I don't know if you can do that year after year. Let's get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing more than just sportswear Here's uh, Dave Campbell queuing up that Midnight Express theme for us, and uh, he'll bring it. Whoops. Because he did it. Whoops. <laughs> uh, don't worry. By, by the end of next week, you'll have it right down that. So. I'm new here. <laughs> Tomorrow we will have that lovely theme. Uh, we okay, will. well, don't worry about that theme. Just bring it. What do you it's got? It's in my head right now. Uh, two games in the Stanley Cup playoffs tonight. First in the Eastern Conference, Game 3, Round 2. Penguins at home to the Washington Capitals. Three players are game-time decisions. Evgeny Malkin, who's been out with a lower body injury. Carl Hagelin out with a facial injury. And Brian Dumoulin, who got plunked in the head by 
Uh, Caps for Tom Wilson in Game 2, also a game-time decision. Caps, by the way, have scored first in seven of their eight playoff games. Western Conference Game 3 in Winnipeg. Jets and Predators with a series tied at 1. Mark Shifley leading the playoffs in goal scoring with 8. The Jets have won 12 straight games on home ice, dating back to the regular season. The Predators tied the Lightning in the regular season for the most road wins at 25. NHL news this just in, Bob. Uh, the Ottawa Senators have announced they will retain head coach Guy Boucher. Yeah, I find the Ottawa situation really interesting. Uh, I know I had this discussion with a couple different people uh, today. I, I'm going to be keeping an eye on Ottawa because here's the deal. I've got the number four overall pick this year. We know that. Uh, and But next year's pick automatically is going to the Colorado Avalanche. So what do you do? Do you sit there and prop the team up until the end of February and then at that time make the Eric, Car- Eric Car- uh, Carlson trade? Because I don't think Eric Carlson's going to sign long-term in Ottawa. Yeah. And then part two, are we looking at Hoffman or Pajot, players that would have value around the league, potentially moving then as well? If they were to split those guys up, let's say they m- moved Carlson in one deal, they could get a number one back for him, and then plus-plus, because plus, he's a hell of a player. And then theoretically, if they combine Pajot and... Um, uh, Hoffman, who each would have a year left in their deals, could they get a number one plus a prospect and a current player? They probably could as well. So yeah. Ottawa is going to be a real team to, to watch and I'm not a big Guy Boucher man, uh, guy myself, but to me, that's a sign that they keep Boucher for one more year, see where they're at uh, next year, halfway through the season, and then go into a rebuild after that. See what happens, that's yeah. right. Pierre Dorian also announcing that Boucher is going to run the power play. So. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Uh, World Hockey Championships, you mentioned Bob Canada beats Latvia 6-1 in Riga this morning. Connor McDavid, a goal and an assist. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with a goal. Darnell Nurse did not score a point, but was paired with Colton Pareko. Canada will open up the Worlds on Friday against the U.S. and Denmark. And just seeing that Canada has added Tyson Jost to their roster of the uh, from the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Rick Dudley has left the Montreal Canadiens front office to join the Carolina Hurricanes. Dudley becomes the Canes Senior VP of Hockey Operations a day after the team fired former General Manager Ron Francis. Dudley was serving in a, a similar capacity under Canadian's General Manager Mark Bergevin. And the WHL final is set. Swift Current beat Leftbridge 5-1 in Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Final to advance to the WHL Finals for the fourth time since 1993. And the Everett Silvertips advance to the uh, WHL Finals with a come-from-behind 6-5 OT win over the Tri-City Americans in Game 6 of the Western Conference Final. The tips were down 5-2 at one point in the game. WHL Final begins Friday in Swift Current. Interesting goalie matchup. Indeed, Bob. Stuart Skinner and Carter Hart, absolutely. And it should be mentioned that yesterday, Skinner stopped 19-20 in the first period, kept Swift Current right in it, and then they completely dominated the second and third periods. Everett are 7-0 and on the road in the playoffs, and Swift Current have been very tepid early in series. They better be ready to play because Everett's uh, got a terrific goalie, and they're a strong team. Tomorrow is the WHL Awards. Uh, Manny uh, Vivrios, do not be surprised if he is named the WHL NHL head uh, coach of the year. Uh, he's getting a lot of action out there in terms of uh, potentially moving forward out of the Western Hockey League as well. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bella. When we come back, we'll hook up with Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for our friends at Horse Race in Alberta. Again, you can watch and wager live Kentucky Derby this Saturday down at Northlands Park. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.